Welcome everybody to the Pantheon. I am Rain. I'm Heavy. And Evie, what are we looking at today? Uh, the Civil War. Right. Uh, it is the second, inst- I guess, installment from the Russo brothers after uh, directing Winter Soldier. Civil War was your next endeavor. And uh, this was the stunt coordinators were David Leach and Chad Sayeski, uh the guys who brought you John Wick and uh, Deadpool. So they were doing these were the stunt guys who were uh, just about to form their own business and become their own directors. So uh, Civil War was a collaboration of these guys, plus the original writers for Endgame Infinity War. Um, so uh, it was this is like the um, the springboard for a lot of big things to come. In terms right. of the creative side of it, uh, but this is also like one of the big uh, MCU like uh, groundbreaking movements in terms of like where stories have to split off, you know, from mm-hmm. here. Uh, so, Evie, um, give us your thoughts of the overview of this like of this film. Um, I want your views on it. It's well, complicated, bro. Okay, so you know, you know, you actually, you know what? You're absolutely right. So rather than going to an overview of it, let's just break down because it really is. Captain America versus Iron Man, right? That's what it comes. That's right. what it, that's yeah. where it ends up becoming. Uh, yeah. And uh, but I'll we'll get into like where, why that is. But like uh, I should talk talk about the journey of each character because um, the characters, both Captain America and uh, Tony Stark, they flip here. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. um, in the beginning, Iron Man was anti-establishment. You know, and Captain America was very much by the book, following orders, a soldier. You know, mm-hmm. and so by the end of this movie. They they trade places, you know. Yeah. Captain America doesn't trust the government, and that's for a reason. Because throughout, from the time he comes back from being frozen, uh, everything he's come across uh, is like he finds the government lying to him. It's this, it's untrustworthy. Um, you know, he, like for instance, like the shadowy network that uh, Nick Fury answers to, answers to, they mm-hmm. wanted to put a nuke in New York City. You know, they had right. they were harboring weapons that Hydra was making that uh, Zoloff mm-hmm. was creative to use that to towards towards the alien invasion, and they didn't tell him that they they had these alien tech invasion um, from this Tesseract right. invasions. Um, you know, they wanted they, his own people wanted to kill him because their the government shield was invaded by Hydra. So all the levels of government was invaded by the enemies he tried to stop in the World War. So he had no one to trust. It ended up almost killing Nick Fury, where he had to go into hiding. So his trust yeah. toward the government was lost. You know, his faith in in mm-hmm. the people who used to stand up with and fight and risk his life for him, he questions. Mm-hmm. So it, it reversed. Whereas with uh, Tony Stark, uh, he you know after being kidnapped in the cave and realizing yeah. that his weapons were killing people. He went on yeah. a mission to try and like take back the weapons that was killing people. In fact, you know the Sokovia Accords, <coughs> when Ultron, his own creation, caused uh, this the Earth to pick go, come off the ground and land back on Earth. It killed mm-hmm. thousands of people. You know, yeah. And and the vict- and one of the villains that that we deal with in a Civil War is birthed from the from the casualties of Sokovia, Baron Zemo, yep. because his family was killed in a building that fell on top of his family, killing. His wife and child, and his father. And the last thing he saw when he was able to find the bodies was that his father was holding the was holding his wife and child in his arms. Yeah, you know, you know. And then so that was, and knowing that you can't kill the Avengers because they're the the almighty team, he figured out a way to kill them from the inside out, have them mm-hmm. kill them, go after themselves. So this was a very dark and twisted and cerebral film. 
So yeah, interesting, right? And he's using the events of uh, Winter Soldier to do it. So, uh, mm-hmm. so let's. So when I saw this movie in theaters, I I always blamed Black Widow, and the reason why I blame Black Widow is because when she at the end of Winter Soldier, she revealed all these documents and secrets that Hydra had, and, and in those one of those secrets was Winter Soldier's um, exploits. And mm-hmm. that on so one of the exploits was on December sixteenth, nineteen ninety one, Winter Soldier killed um, Tony Stark's parents. Right. Right. Okay. And, and that was a catalyst because once he once because uh, Tony Stark did not know this, so he wanted to use this information because he knew or had suggested or possibly suggested that, that Captain America might know the secret because he fought tooth and nail to keep Bucky alive against the government. You know, so right. he, he knew that would be his ace in the hole to turn one hero against the other. Should Captain America mm-hmm. know that Bucky killed his parents, right. and, and it worked, you know, and uh, uh, and he had and uh, so like he was able to. It was kind of weird because at, it it almost didn't work because it was kind of. Um, if you watch listen to the commentary, it's it's everything's based on a gamble because he didn't know where Bucky was. Bucky's in hiding. So he mm-hmm. had to fake an incident to cause everyone to look at look for Bucky, and he caused the UN explosion, which caused, uh, yeah. by default, it kills T'Challa's uh, father T'Chaka in, right. in an yeah. assembly, which which makes uh, Black Panther show up on the scene, wanting to go after Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. and so yeah. and with him and it, with uh, Winter Soldier being uh, Captain America's best friend, friend mm-hmm. he has to try and save Bucky or bring Bucky in before. It, it gets worse, you know. And, yeah, yeah. And, and so that kind of creates the the divide, you know. Mm-hmm. And with the Sokovia Accords, uh, because they were responsible for various events, um, right. This caused a, a great deal of tension amongst them. At this mm-hmm. point now, um, Stark is feeling the political pressure of what happened in, in Largos because a team went out to I think a place in Africa where Scarlet mm-hmm. Witch was uh, stopped Crossbones, who was one of the villains right. in uh, Winter Soldier. But the explosion killed a lot of uh, civilians. There's the civilian casualties, and that mm-hmm. sparked uh, so the additional um, push on Sokovia coats towards the heroes, mm-hmm. because wherever they went, it it has caused death. So, but I mean, in terms of like, even if they weren't there, the death toll would have been higher. But they want something to yeah. blame. So, yeah. uh, the the UN because of the world because of the their globe trotters drafted the Sokovia Accords to keep them in check. That's the mm-hmm. basis of um, this. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a good summary of it, right? Right. That was good. Half so, of that I didn't even know, so I'm Are glad you serious? That, oh, yeah. okay. All right. So, um, yeah, and then uh, and there's a lot of Easter eggs. Uh, just to quickly go into this, uh, that leads into Spider-Man. When uh, in Lar- Largos, when, you know, because Black, uh, Black Widow, Scarlet Witch, uh, uh, well, Crossbones blows himself up, suicides himself, and uh, Scarlet mm-hmm. Witch um, levitates him up to try and get him out of the... the the area, but mm-hmm. because he's going upwards, he's near a building, and it blows up, oh, killing wow. killing all the civilians. And that's what causes a lot of the the Sokovia Accords to kick into effect after the events of, of what happened in Sokovia. It's because what happened in Largos. But during the fight, um, uh, Crossbones had these, uh, these enhanced punching machines on his hands to okay. fight Captain America. Well, oh. in the fight with Captain America, he lost one, and the other oh. one got blown up with him. Where I'm going with this is that 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 device he has was mm-hmm. used in um, uh, was it uh, Home Homecoming with Spider-Man is because that was Shockwave's weapon. 
that mm. glove. Oh, okay. So, oh, wow. so when you get when you and I get into a homecoming, which will be very shortly, because um, mm. the salvage team that picks up uh, debris and everything, the shockwave shockwave's weapon uh, is that mm. glove that Crossbone has, which I'll go into more detail when when we do homecoming. But like some things okay. overlap quite a bit. Also, with Far From Home, there's a scene where uh, uh, Tony Stark's has his virtual reality um, device where we see his parents and see how his parents were on his last days. Okay. So we see, like, he's at a stage at MIT. Uh, he's, he donates money to the MIT students. And you see a young Tony Stark with his parents on this virtual stage. Right? Oh, wow. And his virtual, his virtual equipment, he calls it BARF. Okay. Right? We find out in Far From Home that the, all that, that, um, that technology of illusion was the team that creates Mysterio. Mm. Right? Okay. So it's everything's connected with the MCU. Everything goes back to something. And cool. so, right. so a lot of Spider-Man uh, hints come from this. And this is where we also get the introduction of Spider-Man too. Cool. You know, where we right. meet the character, where he goes to Queens, and we, we meet a very young and very attractive Aunt May uh, meet, mm. with um, meeting uh, Tony Stark. And that's how Tony Stark hires uh, Peter Parker uh, to be part of his team. Okay, cool. So uh, that is the the crux of it. Uh, also, I would say, too, because uh, for those who've watched um, Falcon and Winter Soldier, the first couple episodes, uh, we find out there's a super soldier serum being uh, being that was made. And then okay, cool. uh, one of the things that Baron Zemo uh, has as, as an ace up his sleeve was having a book that dealt with Hydra's experiments post uh, uh, Steve Rogers. They were trying to reproduce the experiments, and then so try to stop them. They went to uh, this place. I guess it was Alaska or North Pole. I don't know where it is. It's some or Siberia, I think it was. And um, it led to uh, both Steve and um, Tony to go to go to the Siberia to stop Zemo from unleashing these. Like I think five super soldiers. Okay. Cool. Right. So when you watch Falcon and, and uh, Winter Soldier, uh, there is a story of super soldiers being augmented from Hydra. And so Zemo would be your connection to, towards that. And that's where uh, Baron Zemo's character is introduced into the Falcon Winter Soldier because he knew of the history that, that Hydra was working on back in the days. And he has all the ledgers and documents. Awesome. So, okay. So I'm going really, really heavy on this, but just wanted to give everybody the, up, up, the uptick on where all this leads into. So what are your Thanks. thoughts in general? Well, yeah, with Civil War. Well, now that I know the background of everything, mm -hmm. I want to see more. When was the last time you saw the movie? Uh, uh, maybe last, no, maybe six months ago, seven months ago. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I had to rewatch this recently because I, I, I knew most of it, but like it's because of all the little intricacies, because this is where Peggy Carter dies. You know, mm -hmm. this is where we meet Agent 13. Well, we meet Agent yeah. 13 again, and, you know, it kind of creates a love interest. And also, this is where we get Bucky and uh, Falcon, you know, having the right. first interactions together, which kind of leads into, um, um, cool. that, you know, because, like, the scene where he's in the, we're in the car, and they kind of give mm -hmm. uh, uh, Steve the, the kind of the eye, because he's, he's, like, trying to date Agent 13. They're his friends, you know. Right. Cool. So that's really cool. So okay. let's get into the email bag. Buford, mailbag song, hit it! Letters. I get letters. So many letters. First, we have Evie Eagle first. I hated it. Bye, 
uh, Rupinder from Sarasota, Florida. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, he's been one of our longtime listeners, so Rupinder has a very weird <laughs> sense of humor there. Our next person yeah. is we have, uh, his name is Darby D. from New York, New York. And Darby D. writes, My only right. problems with the film is the bad CGI at times and the lack of Hulk and Thor. Still, a great movie, but the comic version is was better. The Queen Colleen 73. It had a lot of people in the Captain America movie. What else um, could you want? That's true. It was stacked. It was, it was almost like the end game, if you think about it. Yeah. Okay, uh, next, well, we have a couple more. We have uh, Milo from... Toronto. Yeah, Toronto. And Mahler writes, Civil War was quite good, but I was a little annoyed how at the end the Iron Man joined Captain America but started fighting him again immediately. I would watch this again. Yeah. Yeah. This was this was quite the well there was a reason for that, but like yeah, that was um that was pretty intense. Awesome. Okay. Did you wanna do Oh yeah, I'll do the last one. Next we have okay. Shane from Perth, Australia. He writes Hey, mates, it took a while to find you from uh, your last podcast show. Oh, you know, I know who this is. Remember we had Shane from uh, Perth, Australia? Right. A couple of years back, Evie and I had a third partner, and we would do this show. Yep. And uh, Shane from Australia would write to us almost like almost every week, right? Kind of like Repender. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, so he finally found us, which is nice. Well, thank you, Shane. Um, anyways, he says, hey, mates. Uh, it took a while to find you from your last po- podcast show. Civil War is amazing. AK Edits on uh, YouTube has normally deep... Oh, oh, AK Edits. He's this guy on YouTube. He does like these really cool montages. His his, his handle is called AK Edits. Okay, uh, he writes, On YouTube has normal deep dives from this movie for its super-duper smash-ups, and I can see why. Keep up the good work. Okay, cool. Awesome. All right. So, um... Did we even review um, Civil War? We just reviewed Civil War, did we? Yeah, we did. Okay, because I just lost my train of thought. Well, uh, uh, let's get into... Uh, this is the part we call Evie's Corner, where we get uh, people from social media who ask Evie questions. Fans write to us to ask... Not to ask me, but to ask Evie. So, uh, to get his opinions on films, superhero movies. So it doesn't matter if it's DC, Marvel, Image, Vertigo, okay. whatever it is. So I usually go around reading about two questions. So one of the things from, this is from a, a Twitter account. and writes, uh, this is a question to ask Abby. And it writes, who was the most interesting alter ego? Who do you think is the most interesting alter, or who has the most interesting alter ego? Alter ego. Hmm. I would say alter ego. Hmm. Um. I think they all have problems. <laughs> no, um, um, alter ego. I would, uh, huh? Alter ego, alter ego. Because hmm. the question's easy, but the answer is hard because there's a lot, you know. Yeah, exactly. Alter ego. I would say. And it's, the question was, who has the most interesting alter ego? I would say. Yes, I wouldn't um, know either, man. It's a pretty tough question. It's pretty broad. Yeah. Um, alter ego. I would say. 
Um, I would say like maybe Batman. Mm-hmm. I would say, but you know, um, um, he's he's like Bruce Wayne. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and and he's got a deal with I guess two personalities mm-hmm. because he's like um, uh, Bruce Wayne, who part time has to be like a guy um, who works at the at the um, Daily Planet. That's Clark Kent. Sorry, sorry. No, Bruce Wayne is sorry. the uh, billionaire. Well, I, yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Um, Bruce Wayne has a company mm-hmm. uh, that he has to take care of, right? Mm-hmm. And and act like a human being, <laughs> and but then but then the second thing, like he's gotta be is um, is like a superhero who's gotta yeah. act a different way. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Because during the day, he you know because Batman's a night character, so during the day, exactly. during the day he's a, a billionaire playboy, and at night he's yeah exactly this martial arts crazy man who beats people up with his hands. You know. Yeah. Exactly. You know? Yeah. So I would say that. Mm-hmm. But okay, so there's that one. But uh, what was the second question you wanted to? Okay, so our fans would ask uh, best ally or best supporting uh, character. I would say Robin. Oh yeah. Robin definitely, you know, mm-hmm. because he's gotta, yeah, be be like a sidekick, mm-hmm. who I think really, you know, doesn't. He's around, but he kind of serves Batman, yeah. and I guess he must feel feel like angry sometimes, you know, because he's not really in the um, middle of everything. That, right. Um, you know, like, and that must frustrate him, you know, yeah. not being there you know mm-hmm. um first you know he's playing a guy who basically um helps a superhero that gets all of the praise true true yeah no that's good good one. anyway yeah well thank you uh to our listeners for those uh, questions because those are really good ones i think really really yeah. like um ponderous ones so evie we need to do a double feature so what would be a double feature that would uh film that you think that would Compliment watching this movie, Captain America: Civil War. Compliment watching this movie. Um, I would say that um, hmm, that would compliment this movie. Mm-hmm. I don't well, know. Um, I'll go first and give you some more time. Yeah. Okay. So the scene where they go to Siberia. I'm guessing it's Siberia. I have no. It's somewhere over this ice. So, okay. uh, where Tony. Winter Soldier and Captain America, where this is like the final scene. This is where the the, the reveal comes into. Anyways, once uh, once they get to there, once Stark arrives, he refers to um, he refers to Winter Soldier as the Manchurian Candidate because of his right. story. So right, yeah. right away, so it makes sense. So my go to is the Manchurian Candidate, which is about okay. a soldier who was brainwashed. With right, a tr- yeah. the trigger word, which is what, right. which which really is what Bucky is. He's a puppet, right. a, a, a mm-hmm. sleeper cell soldier for the enemy. Right. 
mm-hmm. so there were no, so there were two versions. There was a 2004 version with Denzel Washington and um, yeah, that's right, Leif Schreiber. <laughs> yeah, so Leif Schreiber and Denzel Washington uh, did a yeah. 2004. They did a version, a remake of the Manchurian Candidate. The one that I'm right. more sympathetic to is the one with Frank Sinatra in 62. That was the original okay. one with Angela with Angela Lansbury. That one's the okay. one. Same concept. It's a sleeper cell who was under control by a couple of wards. Okay, um, and then yeah, those words was what triggers the uh, him to become like a winter soldier. So uh, that was that's my go-to for a double okay. feature for this movie. Cool. Mm-hmm. I would say that the Hulk. Oh, from the duality aspect of it. Yeah. Okay. You know, because you know, like the Hulk, he's you know, like um, something happens. Mm-hmm. There's the next experiment mm-hmm. and he becomes like a green guy right that's right kind of you know um uh and he gets um angry sometimes mm-hmm. you know doesn't know um who he is feels badly doesn't have a home or anything like that mm-hmm. yeah you know so he's like so it's like like he's by himself doesn't have anybody mm-hmm. and he has to keep on living yeah I would say in your case, this is more like the Ang Lee Hulk because it's very heavy in the mental yeah. state, you know? Yeah. You know, like just in terms of like the, because uh, it's from abuse where his duality comes from. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. You know, he's got to, he's got to, you know, um, go on um, uh, regardless because of what happens to him. All right. That's why I think the Hulk. No, that sounds good, man. Very good. Cool. All right. You can reach us uh, at the Pantheon of M at www.pantheonofm.com. Send us uh, your questions via Twitter, Instagram, email at uh, pantheonofm at gmail.com. Right. Is it Gmail or Outlook? Gmail, right? Yeah. Gmail. Yeah, pantheonofm at gmail.com. You can send us your questions there. uh, Or uh, you can write to us, giving us your your comments, emails. Mm On any MCU movies, we'll be doing um, very, very soon. We'll be reviewing uh, Endgame and Infinity War and Ant Man mm-hmm. and Wasp. So there's still time to send us your comments right. on any of those films because we're getting close to the end of the MCU uh, Phase Three. Where mm-hmm. we are, yeah. So, yeah. so uh, we look forward to your comments. And uh, with that, I am Ray. I'm Evie. We'll talk to you later. Maybe. New York. Washington, D.C. Sokovia. Okay, that's enough. Captain, people are afraid. That's why I'm here. We need to be put in check. Whatever form that takes, I'm game. I'm sorry, Tony. If I see a situation pointed south, I can't ignore it. Sometimes I wish I could. Sometimes I want to punch you in your perfect teeth. I know we're not perfect. But the safest hands are still our own.